You're listening to the Full 10 Yards of Britball podcast with your host, Timothy Lambert-Monk. Yes, welcome in at one and all. This is the Full 10 Yards Brit Ball Podcast. Hope you're all doing very well indeed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you are watching on the YouTube, please make sure you are subscribed to the channel so that you get uh, all the podcasts that we will be doing over the course of the next weeks, months, and dare I say years. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, please make sure you follow us. Maybe give us a five-star review if you would be so kind. If you enjoy the podcast or any of our content across our social media, uh, that would be much, much appreciated. But here we are, ladies and gents, week four. Uh, I would say it goes quite quickly um, as the, the NFL season approaches, but I'm, I'm not actually quite sure if it's going very quick. I mean, I um, I had a bit of a, a brain fart because I thought the uh, the Farnham, well, the Farnham Knights were having a brain fart there as well. Rushmore Knights were playing the Bournemouth Bobcats this week and uh, nearly turned up on Sunday and it would have been three weeks too early, but there we go. Um, but yeah, lo and behold, I was actually delighted to see that it had been postponed uh, for three weeks down the line. So I won't be going to that game, but if you are going to any of the games over the weekend, uh, make sure you do, uh, you make sure you're safe uh, and make sure obviously uh, you adhere to social distancing and all that jazz. Just before we look into week four, let's have a quick recap over week three. Uh, Bit of a bit of a bloodbath for me personally, prediction-wise. Uh, although I did quite well in the uh, five fixture prediction competition, which we'll get to shortly. But wins for the Stallions, Cambridgeshire Cats, Rams over the Mustangs was obviously uh, straightforward for them. Blitz uh, again, heart in heartbreaking fashion, taking it over the Exiles. Uh, Humber Warhawks. Uh, there I say was a bit of a surprise uh, I think there was a couple of people out there that uh, certainly fancied the Humber to do alright this season but uh, not necessarily beating the Leeds uh, Bobcats but they were at home Birmingham Bulls um, actually demolishing uh, Hereford Stampedes the same as Star- Spartans against the Thunderbolts although Sp- uh, the Thunderbolts actually got the first two points on the board there so that obviously made the uh, Essex Spartans uh, very angry uh, Hornets a uh, very convincing performance against the Oxford Saints and same for the Swindon Storm uh, against the Worcestershire Black Knights, who I know will be very disappointed, obviously, with that showing first time out uh, this year. And then the Ipswich Cardinals coming from behind to beat Ouse Valley, uh, again, in a bit of a heartbreaking fashion. But uh, yeah, Ipswich just about getting that one done. And then Scunthorpe Alphas putting on a bit of a defensive clinic, beating the Lincolnshire Bombers. So talking of the five fixture prediction competition, uh, after three week three, uh, as you can see, six uh, six point lead was essentially the equivalent of two two games lead uh, on the, uh, the the training pack there. So hopefully we can keep that one going. The five fixtures for this week: the Mustangs and the Raiders, Revolution Surge, Hornets and the Cheetahs, Senators and the Steam, and Trojans and the Raptors. Uh, some couple really some hard games uh, this week and. Um, yeah, well, I think at the time of recording, I have made decisions, but they're quite close. I can't actually remember who I've picked. So uh, make sure you keep your eyes peeled on our Twitter at full F10Y Britball uh, for who I've picked or, or what's going on there. So not quite sure uh, what I've picked. So I can't recall it, but there we go. Uh, but talking of week four, uh, just before we do get into the week four fixtures, a couple of casualties to report Samuel uh, and crew due to COVID and Scunthorpe and South Links. Uh, due to roster numbers, uh, they've been postponed. And furthermore, the the Sheffield and Leeds game has been turned into a controlled scrimmage due to COVID. I think from from Leeds' perspective. So, uh, yeah, three games obviously on the docket there that um, either won't be played or have changed, reverted to a controlled uh, scrimmage. So, um, fixed fixtures for week four are in front of you if you are watching on the YouTube. So we'll quickly run through them: Devils against the Cats, uh, Nottingham Raiders against the Mustangs, uh, Northumberland against the Presidents. 
Uh, Thunderbolts travel to East Essex Sabres. Uh, I mentioned there, let's see, Leeds and Sheffield is now a control scrimmage. Bottom left-hand corner, highlight of the weekend for me, Titans at Merseyside Nighthawks. And we will be talking to Sam Bloomfield. I caught up with him a bit earlier today to get, get his thoughts on the season so far, etc., etc. So um, look out for that toward the end of the show. Um, middle column there, Darlington Steam against Gayhead Senators. It should be an interesting one. Spartans and Wolverines could be an interesting one as well. And uh, another highlight of the weekend, the next two games kind of in the uh, in the Thames Valley there so stallions at the blitz b and, and cheetahs against the hornets those are two really intriguing games there warhawks uh go travel to the rams obviously humber currently top of the division but i certainly expect uh the yorkshire rams to be to be taking that one and then we've got the knights and the caesars should be another intriguing game that one seasons are probably fancy to take that one the surge traveled to shropshire uh thunder traveled to solent repeat of week one game uh, I hope it'd be interesting to see if Sussex can get any, have got any more numbers since that 34 uh, to nothing loss in a week one. Uh, Apache at the Wivens um, will be another interesting game. And also the, the Raptors and the, the Trojans will be a game where both teams um, will, will obviously have that earmarked uh, as 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 wins for, for their respective calendars. But yeah, like I say, um, yeah, Titans and Merseyside Nighthawks is the, is the premier fixture. Um, you know, two perennial premiership teams, two teams that have not been afraid to put points on the scoreboard so far. Again, this season, it might come down to who, you know, which defense can you know, can turn over the ball. I know from uh, when I was speaking to Sam in, in the DMs, and uh, obviously when he recorded, when I caught up with him earlier today, he said that uh, there be might be a bit of a surprise in, in that result, and he left it on a bit, a bit of a cliffhanger. So I'll uh, obviously see if there's any clues in the in the video that he provided us. Um, but yeah, the, the two teams played out quite um, enthralling contests in 2019 as well. You know, re records. Split. Um, both teams won the game one and one. Uh, both taking the, the, the victories at home. The Titans were one forty-three to thirty at home, and the Nighthawks won uh, fifty to thirty-three as well. So, all signs point to high-scoring game. All signs point to uh, lots of touchdowns scored and not not much the way of defense. So again, anything if, if twenty nineteen form can be relied upon, and yeah, again, if in any season it can't be, this is probably going to be it. But hopefully, a lot of points, um, and hopefully, if you if you're going to watch, it, you're going to see a good game. So. Um, yeah, it should be interesting to see how that one uh, that one comes out on top. So obviously, that's going to be pivotal pivotal in the, in leading that division. Um, like I mentioned in the Thames Valley, um, Wembley Stallions and the, and the Blitz B. Uh, Wembley obviously two and zero, scoring nineteen points in both the first two games. Uh, re repeat from from last week's game in week three. Stallions took it at, at home. Be interesting to see if uh, the Blitz B can can turn fortunes over there with uh, with home field advantage. The Exiles obviously weren't able to do that in with their games with the uh, with the Blitz in in the in the London division. So, um, and again, Hornets and Cheats is a really interesting one because <clears throat> there's a bit of a form line to go off. Um, Hornets obviously smashed the Oxford Saints. Last week, for, uh, thirty-four to, to zero, and uh, you know the Cheetahs bounced back from their week one loss, and they beat the the Saints uh, by by a kind of a narrower scoreline. So, yeah, possibly uh, the, the the fixtures and say what the form form line in twenty twenty one. You probably point to on the Hornets, but uh, the Cheetahs could be. Like I say I, I don't really take their form from that from that first game. After they 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 struggled against the Stallions through you know quarterback injury and, and rotation and whatnot. So expect that one to be really 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 close. Um, it's just shame. It's really shame that some of these games aren't. On, on stream or being live re live recorded so um those, those first three games that i've spoken about we would be more than happy to have all those on a stream and um and what and watch those but there we go uh like I say, yeah the other two the other two two big teams sussex thunder and solent um i, I, I saw uh thanks to to gridiron hub that actually the london olympians and the and the Solent thrashers have, have, have organized a cross division game i'm not actually quite sure how i feel about it i mean I'm, i'd be more than intrigued to watch the game and please someone out there if you can stream it please stream it because i'd love to watch the game but apparently it 
what it will affect the, the standings in the division in respective divisions, which just makes no sense whatsoever because they're not in the same division. So that, that just doesn't make any sense. I know the NFL kind of do it when uh, teams travel outside the division, it affects it, but that's the NFL. And this is this is a Britball realigned division season. So um, whilst I'm pleased for the game, I'm not quite sure I agree with uh, it, it counting towards uh, the divisions. But let me know your thoughts at F2MY Britball or um, F14 yards, obviously the main the main account. But um, yeah, follow the blog, leave a, maybe leave a comment on my on my week four post that you can find at full 10 yards.com as well let me know your thoughts on whether you think the uh, the win loss column should be affected by cross division um cross division uh matchups but yeah not not really uh, not really for me uh talking of uh, some other fixtures like i say north hans knights traveling to the night uh, to, to face the seasons be interesting one obviously this is a, uh, a rematch from week one it was a close game and you know by all accounts speaking to both teams there was uh, a bit of rushiness and you know, there's a bit of uh, a bit of rhythm that was lacking in, in that game obviously it was a low scoring game what was it 14 to 6 i think it was um i think only one offensive touchdown was scored on there as well so whether or not the the offense is clear and a few more points gets got scored on the, on the board, uh, but I, I think I would I would expect uh, Nottingham to maybe win by a slightly larger margin. But wouldn't be surprised to see Nottingham. Uh, sorry, Northants um, again uh, run run them close. That'd be a very interesting one. Um, talking about the uh, East Anglia division, uh, obviously Norwich Devils and the the Cambridgeshire Cats. Uh, they both obviously have a hundred percent record um, this season. Uh, Cambridgeshire Cats uh, probably favoured to take the the win against the Devils. Um, of the SFC East one team from from 2019 Devils of CSFC to East to East so um, yeah someone's O has got to go in at that one uh, looking further down like I say East Essex probably have the have the being of the Thunderbolts there obviously uh, Sussex um, they had obviously the Sussex Thunderbolts were they struggled against the uh, the Spartans uh, obviously putting the first two points on the board and then uh, letting letting through sixty two uh, on on that defense. So uh, whilst it shouldn't be as as difficult as the uh, the Essex Spartans, East Essex uh, were pretty decent in their game that they've played so far. So um, yes, f- fully expect East Essex, uh, Nottingham, and Doncaster. Uh, interesting, funny, but I think for me this is a quite a finely poised one on, on paper. Don- Doncaster put up a decent fight against uh, Humber last week. Not only. Uh, obviously, were comfortably beaten by Sheffield in in the first half, and they they went to uh, a running running clock or whatever, and, and had second third stringers in against Sheffield. Oh, to be to be expected, you know, Sheffield Giants, one of the better teams in in Britball, and uh, not in the Raiders. All you know, no disrespect to them, they're not they're obviously not. So uh, again, I think this is a, a game that both teams will have earmarked as as, as a winner and yeah, as a winnable game, and one, one they'll circle on on their calendar. So it'll be interesting to see how that one plays off. Um, I think I had Doncaster for that one, but um, my, 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 all my predictions are on the, on the website, 14 yardscom and just look for the week four, uh, week four predictions. Um, I mentioned uh, yeah, the Apache and the Wivens uh, in, the, in the southwest. A really, really uh, difficult fixture to try and break down. I don't really know too much about the Wivens and uh, obviously uh, Apache. Um, I've already played this season. They exchanged victories back in 2019. They're both in SFC2 West Division. Uh, I think they're both both fixtures. If I remember my research correctly, they went, went to the away team. So uh, again, yeah, uh, if that goes to form, obviously we'll take the away team in, in, in that one. But uh, I, I think I, I'll give the the edge to the Apache. Like I, say, I think they've obviously they've played and they've won. They've won can be can be uh, convincingly. Obviously they beat Torbay 52-0. But I think considering Torbay's results to date, I'm not quite sure how much of a strong 
form line that that kind of is. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think I expect uh, the Apache to to take that one against the Wivens. But yeah, again, wouldn't be surprised to see to go the other way. Uh, and then staying in that division, uh, the Raptors and, the, and 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 obviously Torbay, uh, the aforementioned Torbay. Uh, I've gone for a Jurassic Coast in in that one, if I remember correctly. Um, even though I think Torbay are the home team, I don't, I don't think Torbay had a, a great deal of of fun uh, in their first two games and um, they've given up 101 points to collectively um so I, I think i've taken the the raptors there is a bit of form form line in this one as well both teams have played the monarchs uh, the raptors lost by a slightly lesser margin so again if you could take in the form line against the, the monarchs um then it might just give the slight edge there to the raptors but again torbay at home uh, again hopefully well we'll tighten things up on the defense there and um yeah, hopefully be a good game um, talking of some other other games, uh, uh, Lancashire Wolverines and the Horton Spartans is an interesting one. Lancashire and, and Horton kind of been been, been a, a, a bit of a disarray. Obviously, the the, the debacle of Horton forfeiting against Manchester and, and yeah, whatever your your thoughts are on that. Obviously, uh, hopefully this game goes ahead first and foremost. But uh, Lancashire, um, yeah, being at home. Um, it could be any scoreline. Could be low scoring. Could be high scoring. Who knows? Who knows what's going on? Uh, but yeah, Horton's Horton's narrow defeat to Chester uh, a couple of weeks back actually stands up quite well in terms of form. You know, the Romans put up a decent, um, a decent fight against the, the Merseyside Nighthawks week. I think they lost by nine or something. Forty. It's forty-nine to forty or something like that. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see what kind of which way that goes. Either if Horton win, probably confirms that Lancashire uh, in a bit of disarray still, and, and yeah, Horton obviously then bouncing back. But if Lancashire win, uh, I think that probably could be right on the wall for Horton, which is a shame really because obviously they were they were kind of on the upward trend back in twenty nineteen. I remember speaking to to one of the guys there. We had them on the podcast, so. Um, yeah, I'll be interested to see how that one that one plays out. Uh, Darlington Steam and the Gateshead Senators. Darlington comfortably beating the DC Presidents and Senators having an expected tough time against the Vikings. So, yeah, again, quite hard to go off form lines for for, for that one. So, um, I, th- I think I've got Darlington down for for that one to win, uh, but it wouldn't surprise me for to see this one close. Uh, and then pretty much for the rest of it, the other game, the other teams I've not I've not mentioned Northumberland Vikings, Yorkshire Rams, and Shropshire, they should just win. To be to be quite honest, um, probably you know, on paper has a blowout or a wide margin, at least a comfortable win for for those teams as well. No, again, no disrespect to the other teams that they're playing, but they're these teams are a bit more tried and tested in in the British ball sphere, and obviously a, a division or two up um, if the divisions reverted back to, to 2019. So um, yeah, so without any further ado, we'll uh, we'll pop over there. Obviously, game of the week, Manchester Titans. Uh, Merseyside Nighthawks. Uh, we spoke up with we, we caught up with Sam Bloomfield and he gave us his thoughts uh, on the game and, and his thoughts on the season so far and uh, how it's been going for him personally. So we'll pass back to him and then we'll see you on the other side. Hi Tim, thanks for getting in touch, sending over some questions. Uh, always happy to talk about football and Titans. Um, What is it like? What was it like to get back on the on the field in week one? Um, I'm not really too sure that I took the time to soak it up, really. So uh, I need to make sure that I do that in the future games after so long off. You know, we were obviously really excited, but um, at the same time, kind of you know very focused, and and uh, we worked really hard all uh, all preseason, and we were very fortunate that you know. Um, we managed to execute uh, very well, and our starting guys managed to execute, and our all the way down to our you know fifth and sixth rotation guys. Um, you know, contrary to popular belief, we we started rotating offensively on the fourth drive. I think defense might have rotated the drive before that, um, and you know 
Uh, we're very fortunate to have the Manchester B team, where a lot, where almost all of our rookie players have have gone to. Um, so the the players that are left on our adult team now, um, you know, they're they're talented people who played football before at university, at, at under 19s. So when we bring our kind of fourth and fifth rotation players on, um, you know, they're not perhaps that same standard that a lot of other teams might have where they're rookie players or very inexperienced. Some of these guys were were the big dogs at their former teams um, and have come to us and, you know, they're fighting for for their game time. And, and uh, you know, I think that we were very fortunate that we managed to execute so well across all rotations and, and Lancashire Wolverines were, were very classy about it. And, and that I think it was their suggestion to not do the... The, the mercy rule, uh, which I think is, is not allowed actually now that it, we've done it. Uh, but I think it was their suggestion so that they could get their pretty large squad, plenty of rotation, and we could get our large squad rotation. And uh, and, and that's just how the, the game went. And Wolverines have been really classy about it. And, and I, I like to believe, uh, based off what the Wolverines have said, uh, that we were quite classy about it. And, um, and that's just how kind of that game went. Um, You put me on the spot by asking me my thoughts on Holton's forfeit, so um, I suppose I'm going to try and keep it as as uh, pleasant as possible. Uh, obviously, we're extremely disappointed that the game was forfeit. Uh, it's left a bitter taste in the mouth, especially when you know further fixtures, further dates to for a replayed fixture were offered by Baffer, not by not by us necessarily, but by Baffer, and and that fixture has been turned down. Um, so, uh, you know, we're extremely disappointed about that. And, and I suppose the most controversial thing you'll get out of me about it is, is that generally, historically, and, and this year, teams don't generally forfeit against opponents that they, they feel they can beat or feel they, you know, um, can compete against. I'm not saying that Holton wouldn't have competed with us. I'm just saying that, um, you know, generally, historically, teams only really forfeit games against teams that they don't feel they can compete with uh, and that it's potentially a waste of their time. Um, so, you know, we're extremely disappointed. We hope we can play a second fixture against them. If we can't, then we hope we know soon enough so that we can replace that fixture with playing a different team because uh, we have had other offers uh, for that time, for that date um, from other teams. And ultimately, we just want to play football. I understand that Holton also just wants to play football. Um, but, um, you know, we feel... Um, we we just want that fixture uh, back. You know, even if it's against a different team, we just want to play football. And we felt like the way that um, perhaps the whole situation was gone about um, wasn't the best. How am I approaching the big game versus Merseyside? Um, we're treating it the same way we treat any any game. Um, you know, Premiership year, when we're facing off against Sheffield or Tamworth or, 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 or any of the other opponents, we we treat those games with uh, a lot of, you know, respect and, and seriousness. Uh, they're extremely competitive and we treat the opponents that we're playing this year uh, the same. Merseyside, Lancashire Wolverines, you know, we scout, we watch footage, 
we practice, um, we have coaching and playing discussions, um, we put our game plan forward, we make adjustments. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, it, is, it is a big game. And of course, it's one that both Merseyside and Manchester will have circled on the calendar. Um, but our preparation generally doesn't change from game to game. Um, one thing to note from, from our perspective is I think there's a, a, a feel around certain, um, not certain teams, but there's a feel with some teams around the league that, um, that this year isn't a competitive year and that it's all about development and things like that. But as I mentioned about our B team, you know, a lot of our players who are on our team um, you know, are high standard players. So those rookies who perhaps normally would get time to develop in a season like this for our team are actually all on the B team. Um, we never agreed to a not competitive year. Every game we play, we intend to go out there and to execute to a high standard uh, for four quarters with however many times we rotate. And that's, that's what we plan to do. Uh, we'll rotate when we're comfortable doing so. Um, as all teams should, um, you know, and it's our intention to to be competitive this year. I suppose we have an eye potentially on next year. Um, you know, our, our aim is is to, to to take one step further than we have done so far, which is uh, we've gone to the playoffs in the past two years. We want to get to Brit Bowl next year, and um, you know, we want to make sure that we're doing everything we can this year to prepare for that we have a relatively new team in terms of there's so many there's been a huge influx of new players from other teams from under 19s from university uh and we want to make sure that we're in a good rhythm we hit the ground running when we go into pre-season next year plenty of experience with each other plenty of rhythm and um yeah so you know um it will be an extremely competitive game with merseyside uh, and uh, they'll have it circled, we'll have it circled. Um, they'll have prepared for us the same way they prepare for any team, and we'll prepare for them the same way that we prepare for any team. And, um, you know, there'll be no love lost between the teams. It's a, it's a big rivalry. Uh, and after the game, we'll do what we always do, and we'll come together, socially distanced, of course, um, and we'll, we'll talk and we'll chat. And, you know, there's guys on that team who we're really friendly with, and there's... Um, you know, there's going to be the competition side of things and then there's going to be the human side of things afterwards. Um, my thoughts on playing lower division teams, um, we wish we weren't. We specifically requested when the league were doing all of their consultations that we have a premiership year. Obviously, Edinburgh not able to, to participate in that, but, um, you know, it was something that we lobbied hard for. It's something that, um, you know didn't end up happening uh you know other teams uh didn't feel comfortable doing that uh and so now we're in a position where we play who's in front of us and uh you know we we accepted you know playing division one teams uh and you know and they accepted playing us um that was part of the agreement is that they know they were going to play us and they agreed to that beforehand um you know, when when the league was potentially looking into scheduling us against Lee Miners, an affiliate team, an associate team, sorry, uh, we, you know, we declined that. It wasn't useful for us or for Lee. Um, we're now in a position where we play who's in front of us and, uh, you know, perhaps that fixture against Halton gets rescheduled. Perhaps it doesn't. 
Um, sorry, the second fixture, I mean, gets gets played. Perhaps it doesn't. We'll play who's in front of us. And, and any team that requests to join us, uh, to, to, to play us, if we can make it work, then we will. Um, I do think the season gets completed. I think the structure could change. Um, you know, we've already seen teams playing teams from different divisions, but I, I do believe that 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 structure could change. Um, I think that the season gets completed, um, and hopefully, not many more teams pull out. Um, ultimately, again, everybody just wants to play football after so long off. Um, and even if a team decides, look, we can't do a proper game, do a controlled scrimmage. You know, you can control the pace, you can control the scenarios. Um, it's just everyone wants football. Everyone's oh, almost everyone's paying subs to do so. Um, we just want everybody across the league. Surely, just wants football. Um, prediction score for Sunday. I'm not going to give you a number um, as I I imagine that Merseyside also won't give you a number. Um, However, you know, Merseyside are a good team. We've always split the, the, the fixtures. Um, we've always lost at their place. They've always lost at ours. Um, however, and, you know, I, I imagine that they'll feel similar to this. Um, I'm extremely confident in, in our team and our offence has the ability to score at will if they execute. Our defence has the ability to take the ball away and to be stingy uh, if they execute. And, you know... It will it will be a competitive game, but I'm you know looking forward to the opportunity to being able to put on you know an impressive showing. Um, I think that it, you know I'm glad that it's game of the week uh, for a lot of people, and I'm really hoping that uh, the Titans don't disappoint with that. Cheers, Tim. Take care. Bye. So there you have it. Thanks to Sam for bringing that, uh, giving a bit of an update. It's always nice to get some views uh, of the Britball world. And talking of which, I, I probably will be reverting back to, I, I'm, I'm quite enjoying doing the, the previews and the, and the results uh, on the website uh, in article form. So I'll probably revert podcast-wise uh, and on the YouTube and, and whatnot uh, back to kind of interview-based. And So we'll be getting some players and teams on uh, from the fixtures and the games that have been played from the week prior or you know, looking forward to the week ahead if there's a particularly juicy clash. So, um, yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, so you, the, the previews and the, and the results will probably be mainly focused on, our, on article-based now. And uh, you can find those over at 14yards.com. Uh, keep your eyes peeled uh, as well if you're listening to this, obviously, on, on the weekend. Uh, enjoy the sunshine um we will be releasing a bit, a bit of news at the weekend with regards to if you're an nfl fan and some bits that we're doing with regards to that and a bit of a mesh so keep your eyes peeled on on the on the twitter for that after my brit ball at full 10 yards my dog is barking so that's time for me to leave hope you enjoyed it again once again th thanks to sam for giving us a bit of an update there i'm timothy lambert monk i will see you again soon when we do this all for the game